how often do you find yourself in the place of pain? What do you do when you find yourself in the place of pain? And how long do you stay in the place of pain? My pastor said, pain is a friend. And pain is often an indication that something is wrong and needs urgent attention. If not, it is going to get worse. You see, but what we do when we feel pain is we don't try to address and figure what is wrong and needs to be fixed or needs to be handled. Rather, we try to distract ourselves from the pain. You see, we tend to watch movies or we indulge in drinking or we do drugs or hang out with friends just so we can distract ourselves from the place of pain. Because we see pain as an enemy and not a friend. But every time you feel pain, understand that that pain is an indication that something is wrong and needs to be fixed. So instead of channeling or trying to run away from the pain, we should channel our pain to the right direction so we can ease ourselves or relieve ourselves or fix that which is wrong so that the pain can stop. Hannah, on the other hand, was willing to channel her pain to the right direction, to the one who has the ability to solve the problem so that the pain can go. You see, pain is not a problem, but what causes the pain is the problem. So if we can solve what caused the pain or what is causing the pain, then the pain would go. So Hannah channeled her pain to the right direction, to the one who has the ability to solve what is causing the pain for the pain to go. In this episode, we're looking at Samuel, the answer to Hannah's prayer. My name is Amichi and this is Voice of Eden podcast. Looking at pain, I discovered that there are two major kinds of pain. There is a pain that is generated from a physical wound. You got into an accident, you cut yourself and all of that. But there's also a pain that is generated from the mind, from the emotion. You see, I was watching a movie and I think it was an animation. And and the, the young girl said, yeah, crudes. And then the crudes part two. And then the young girl said... I feel so much pain, but I don't have a wound or I don't have a scar. And she said, this even hurts the most. And I discovered that pain can be generated from the emotion, from a man's mind, from the things you believe or the things you think. And that was the case for Hannah. Hannah had so much pain. In fact, she said she is afflicted. And this pain came from her mind. It came from within. Because from the prayer she made, she said one thing. 
remember me. So it meant that she thought God had forgotten about her. So let's dwell there. That should be the first thing we'll look at or study. Why do we think God has forgotten about us? You know, you most likely are in a place of pain now, or you've been in a place of pain and you didn't handle it very well. Or you will be in the place of pain, or you will step into a place of pain soon. But all I'm saying is this, why do we think God has forgotten about us whenever we are in a place of pain? The first reason is God doesn't work with our time. So whenever things get really bad and painful, we think God has forgotten about us because he didn't come at the time or he hasn't even come yet and time is running out of us. So one reason why we think God has forgotten about us is because he doesn't work with our time. The second reason is because he, God is more interested in making us than in giving us. He said to his disciples, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He didn't say, follow me and I'll give you fish. I'll give you men. He said, no, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So God is interested in making us than in giving us. And we understand that every time a child is given what he needs, that child most likely will not, will end up not being made. All right? The child will end up being a child forever. So there are certain things God is no longer willing to give us. But he wants to make us that thing so we can obtain more and bring more people into his kingdom. I'll say that again. There are certain things God is not so quick to giving us. Because instead of giving us, he wants to make us that thing we are asking for. He wants to make us prayer. He wants to make us patient. He wants to make us to be able to give people children. So sometimes when we are burdened and crying and say, God, I need this, I need this. I think the reason why sometimes we think he has forgotten about us is because in that process, he's not willing, he's, he doesn't just want to give us, but he also, he most importantly wants to make us. Another reason why we think God has forgotten about us is because God is even more patient than we are. Sometimes we're in a hurry to receive and God is saying, be patient. It is not time yet. Be patient. So we need to learn patience from God. Another reason why we think God has forgotten about us is because we are busy observing what is happening around us alone. And we are not mindful of what is happening inside us. We are concentrating on what is happening without, that we are forgetting what is happening within. So if we observe what is happening without, how people are progressing, this one is moving, this is married, this has children. Because that was one, one of Hannah's pain. Her, her husband's wife, her husband's other wife, Penila, had children. And the, the lady pressured Hannah, this mocked Hannah. And it provoked her greatly. So Hannah was busy observing what was happening around. And she failed to see what was happening within. Alright. So that is one. That is 
one of the reasons why we think God has forgotten about us. I think that's the fourth. Right? The fifth is that we fail to give thanks always. So the reason for um, the thoughts that God has forgotten about us is because we are unable to give him thanks always, always. And we need to learn that in everything. You don't have to, things doesn't have to be going well for you for before you give praise, thanks to God. Things doesn't necessarily have to be going well for you for you before you give thanks. Give thanks in all situation not for all situation you don't give thanks because something is bad but in the midst of the bad the sadness the pain give thanks all right and then i think those are the points we will focus on this story is one that we can all relate to especially if we have waited on god for something and don't seem to receive it Alright, so there are a few lessons I want us to draw out from the story of Hannah. My first lesson is God deals with us differently. So don't think he has forgotten about you because you haven't received what you prayed for. I'll take that again. God deals with us differently. So don't think he has forgotten about you because you haven't received what you prayed for. He hasn't. In fact, I will advise you. Keep praying. Keep praying for that which you're trusting God for until you receive it. Don't ever agree to the thoughts that God has forgotten about you. Scripture says, can even a mother can forget her suckling baby. He would never forget his own. He would never forget his own. So God cannot forget about you. He remembers you. He remembers your name. He remembers your prayer. He remembers everything you have said. All right. So he deals with us differently. The next lesson I want us to learn is God looks at our motives before he chooses to bless us. We can't pray for a blessing with a bad motive and expect God to come through for us. So maybe one of the reasons why your prayers are not being answered is because of the intent where that prayer is coming from. It is to gratify your flesh, to fulfill a lustful desire. Trust me, God wouldn't answer that. You know, I, I, I heard a long time ago, someone said, we should be grateful more for our unanswered prayer than our answered prayer. Because sometimes the prayer we pray in our understanding comes from the flesh not always but sometimes it comes from the flesh and it is god in his mercy that chooses not to answer that prayer all right let's move on my third point or the third lesson i want us to learn is that every answer from god is a blessing the answer to hunger is food the answer to death is death is life the answer to sadness is joy the answer to darkness is light the answer to weakness is strength and everything we receive from god is a blessing every answer is a blessing now my fourth lesson is god gives us what we need not what we think we need sometimes when we pray we only say what we think we need but God is giving us, God is willing to give us only what we need. So sometimes don't be blinded with what you think you need, that you are not seeing that you already have what you need. 
A typical example is the widow of Zarephath. She had what she needed, but she didn't know. She thought she thought God had not given her what she what she needed, but she had what she needed. And then it made me understand that for God, God is committed to providing everything we need, not what we think we need. God doesn't have a part in giving you what you think you need. He's only interested in giving you what you need. So how does God want us to respond in a difficult time? You see, my friend, God is more interested in how we choose to respond in a difficult time than he is in bringing us out of a difficult time. You know, I said in one of um, the reasons why we think God has forgotten us is because he is interested in making us and not just in giving us. So sometimes the difficult places we find ourselves in are the places where we are made. I'll say that again. Sometimes or most times the difficult places where we find ourselves in are the places where we are made. God is more interested in giving us what to desire than he is in giving us what our hearts desire. God is interested in giving us what to desire than he is in giving us the desires of our hearts. You know, the scripture says in um, Psalm 27, I think, yeah, it says that Psalm 31 verse 4, yeah, it says that, if you delight yourself in God, he will give you the desires of your heart. What that verse is saying is that if you delight yourself, he gives you what to desire. So the desires of your heart becomes what he wants you to desire. And then he gives you the desires of your heart. So God is more interested, like I said, in our response, what we did, what we desire in He's interested, he's more interested in giving us a desire than in bringing us out of our problem or in giving us the desires of our heart. So if we desire, we want to desire to leave a problem. But when we stay in a difficult time, we get a desire in our heart. He gives us a new desire. He gives us what to desire. So my question is, how have you responded in a difficult time? How have you responded in a difficult time? Listen, friend, I've come to this discover that um, God is never in a hurry to send help. He's never in a hurry to send help. It's, it's, it's almost the same thing I just said earlier. But God is never in a hurry to send help. Jesus is more interested in being our help than he is in sending us help. He wants to be seen as the helper and not just the one who sends the help because so many times when the help comes and we don't see him as the help that thing we receive take we receive take our eyes away from him from the one who sends the help so if we don't see him as the help then every time we receive what he has sent to us, it takes our eyes away from him. It means if we understand that God is sufficient, 
we will never see him as the help. To understand that God is all we need and all we have, we will never see him as help. You see, whenever you are in pain, the first thing you want to do is find help. But sometimes we also want to distract ourselves from the pain, thinking the distraction will help. So I want us to understand that help to every pain comes from Jesus. I'll say that again. The help to every pain, physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain, um, psych or psychological pain comes from Jesus alone. Hannah understood that God was the only one who could help her and not even her husband. So she lifted up her voice to the one who can fix the situation and take away the pain. You see, sometimes the people we run to to fix our pain or to fix the situation that is causing pain end up inflicting more pain on us. Sometimes we think the best fix to a heartbreak is a relationship. The best fix to a divorce is going into another relationship. And we end up getting into more pain than the last relationship with us left because we went to the wrong place to fix the pain. We need to understand that. There was something again I saw from Hannah that blessed me. And I saw that Hannah made a vow to bless God with the same thing he blessed her with. She said, look God, if you would take this pain away and give me a child, I'll give him back to you. I'll bless you back with it. You see, that is what I was saying. God is not interested in giving us. He's more interested in making us. If what he's going to give you will take you away from him, he will rather not give it to you. He will rather make you and give you that thing so you can be able to use the thing he has given you to bless him in return. If God gives you money and you can't give him back that money in return, then there is a problem. You haven't been made. Yeah, you haven't been made. God doesn't want to birth anything that will not glorify him. He doesn't want to do that. He won't do that. He won't birth anything that will not overcome the world. And whatever he births that overcomes the world, glorifies him so what scheme do you use to get your um, out of a difficult problem or out of a difficult time what solutions what are your solutions to the problem you face you see you may have tried a thousand and one things trying to do this trying to do that trying to get this solved trying to get that solved but i need us to understand that can only come from god The help you need in your office can only come from God. 
and until you quit trying hard, trying to fix things, trying to change things, trying to control things, trying to stop things, trying to bet things, trying to create things, or trying to handle things, you will never see the hand of God. My friend, I think it is time to step back and let God do this. I don't know who I'm speaking with, but if it is you, then I think it is time for you to step back and let the one who is above all things do only what he can do. Let him create a fruitful field out of a barren land. Let him do that. Let him create life out of death. Let him, let him create water out of a desert. Let him create light out of darkness. Just step back and say, Lord, I'm done trying. I'm at the end of myself. Help me. You see, my friend, whenever we get to the end of ourselves, we will see God standing right there waiting for us. Tell him I am at the end of myself. I need you to help me. And when we get there, he gives us a Samuel. And his intent of giving us a Samuel is so we can give it back to him and say it is not about this thing. It is about you. It's not about the job. It is about your kingdom. It's not about marriage. It's about your kingdom. It's not about food. It's about you. It's not about clothes or what to wear or the car to drive. It's all about you. It has always been about you. So you can give him back without looking back. You see, God gave Abraham Isaac and demanded Isaac from him. Abraham was willing to give Isaac back to the one who gave it to him because it was not about Isaac. It was about God. So where are you going to look for solution? Is it about the solution or about the God who gives them to you? Is it about the gift or about the giver? Is it about the voice or about the one who speaks? Is it about the healing or about the one who heals? I want you to take some time and pray. And say, Lord, help me to rest in the knowledge that you know my frame. That you remember me. That whatever I'm going through now, it doesn't mean you have left. You are always there with me. Help me to understand that and help me to run with that. Help me not to attach myself to the answer, but the one who gives the answer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone listening and I ask that you change their focus and fix it on you. Is there anyone trusting in you to take away pain from their heart or from their flesh or from their body? Help them understand that you are the one who takes away our infirmities and our pain. 
help them focus on you help them focus on you in jesus name thank you so much for doing this with me i'm glad that we had to share the word of god in this way and i want to pray that your weekend will be smooth and you will enjoy every bit of it all right thank you and we do this again next week saturday have an amazing weekend